I have struggled with a lot of people that I love, you know, so dearly passing away. And when a lot of people think of funerals, you know, they think of, oh, it's sad, it's depressing. But I think of this was a celebration of their life. And so many people like neglect going to cemeteries. And so when I go to cemeteries to photograph, I do clean off the graves a lot. You know, I never show the names. We're super respectful of it. Um, As I'm passing through, I'm just like praying for each family that has lost for it, you know, and just remembering like we are here still in a cemetery. So I have to be respectful, Mm -hmm. but just finding the beauty Mm -hmm. in it. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. (laughs) Real content. Encouraging. For real women. Affirming. Every age and stage of life. Are you ready to get real with the wayward lasses? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm Brittany, joined by my sister Courtney. Hello, sister. Hello, our mother Amy. Hello, daughter. <laughs> and our very special guest for today, Claire Frucci. Hi. Hi. Hey. Sorry, we forgot to tell you we. Do an accent. Scottish. No, that still don't think that was Scottish. I mean, I wasn't going for Scottish, but Scottish. It's for Peppa. It's from Peppa Pig. She says, "Hello, sister." Hello, so now sister. I can't say sister without saying sister. So. Sister. <laughs> All right, guys. So for today, we're going to be interviewing Claire and her business and hopping into her story. But before we do that, you know, we always have to do some trivia and we are doing 2000s trivia today. So to make sure that mom doesn't lose very badly, she's going to ask the questions. That's why I said yes. Strategic. Very strategic. Take it away, mother. Okay. Uh, All right. Don't you? And Stick With You were 2,000 hits from what feline group fronted by Nicole Scherzinger? I know it. I know it, too. I'll give you guys a second. I don't know it. Pussycat Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? I mean, I know the song. (laughs) Pussycat Dolls. PCD. Come on. Hello. Oh, okay. I am. That is correct. (laughs) Hello. 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 <laughs> All right. In the early 2000s, you probably sported what piece of jelly jewelry on your forearm, specifically a yellow one that said, live strong. Oh, what were they called? Don't overthink. A, a bracelet? A bracelet. Oh. <laughs> said, Don't overthink it. Okay. <laughs> a bracelet. <laughs> Too hard about that. Yes, I had true. one. Don't overthink it. All right. I had a little strong bracelet. What 2008 Rihanna hit featuring Jay Z featured a video of Riri in part dancing with titular protective device? Oh my God. Wow. 2008. That umbrella? I can like think of the words, but not the song. You said, What was the device? Child. Did you say a titular device? Titular. Titular. T-I-T-U-L-A-R. A titular device. Protective device. Okay. I heard the answer already. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Just Sorry. wasn't familiar with that word. All right. Next one. It was umbrella. All right. I'll give you a couple more. <clears throat> 
which 2007 nerdy teen comedy star Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, Emma Stone, and Christopher Mins Place as McLovin? McLovin! What was the movie called? Um, Super, Super Troopers? Close. No. No. Super bad. Oh, oh, Davi would kill me. He, I can, I could see. Super bad. Yeah. <sighs> McLovin. Chick Fil A plug. Yeah. <laughs> All right, two more, two more, two more. I'm trying to find. You've like later two thousands, like two thousand. She was a wee baby, a wee baby in the early two thousands. Well, later, later. To totally, dude. In two thousand seven, shop boys wanted you to party like a. First of all, that is earlier than 2008, not later. She'd be, she would we're be going the seven. other direction, mother. <laughs> so later. Did you say party like a rock star? Is that what you said? Totally. That's the answer. Party like a rock star. Party like a rock. Right, that was 2007. will not let me think. To be fair, I think we need to go for later 2000s. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Maybe search 2010s. I was like super sheltered and home. <laughs> so, okay, how about this? One? Not 2010. I know Courtney's going to get this. I know you are. I'll hold my tongue. Shadow Man, Tiana, and Louis the Alligator are all characters in what 2009 animated Disney film? Oh. Disney film? No. I know this one. Go ahead, Brett. It's Princess and the Frog. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm trying to get one there for Claire. Wow, this is just showing how sheltered I am. Okay, I, I found. So disappointed in me. I found. I found a Gilmore Girls trivia question. I watched it. Not even get it then. Okay, who, a lot of pressure here, Claire. Who speaks the first line of the series? Lorelai, probably. Definitely yes. Luke, 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 Luke. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Please, Luke. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. How many cups of coffee is this for you? Mm -hmm. Two. Plus five. <laughs> <laughs> um, which journalist does Rory idolize? Oh, um, I can't pronounce her name. <laughs> She's that CNN reporter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't remember her name. I don't it's remember like at the name. top of my tongue. I just can't remember her name. I have Applegate in my head. No, that's not correct, but that's what's popular. Her last name begins with an A. Oh, see, I'm close. I don't know. Like Amapur or something like that. Christiana oh, yeah. Amapur. Chris, Christiana Amapur. Amapur. Look at you trying to be all modest. You knew that. She's like, it's like it's like Amapur or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm ever stamped in my brain. Okay, last one. Which musician sings the Gilmore Girls theme song? Oh, that one I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Do Carol, Carol King. Okay, Carol, okay. Yeah, because she's actually in the show, too. Huh. Yeah, she is. What is the name of Babette's cat that dies in season one? Cinnamon. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I think the only season I watched probably, like, religiously was season one. After that, I know bits and pieces. Carol. <laughs> Cat funeral. I remember that. I feel like I watched more Dawson's Creek than Gilmore Girls. You know who was in that show, Brittany? Melissa McCarthy. She played Sookie. 
Yeah. I, I was I got like her big start. Yeah. Too. Anyway. Oh, interesting. All right. Good job with trivia. Mom, that was also a good job. I had fun doing those trivia yeah, questions. Did. Now you just like <laughs> overrided mom's questions. Oh, I'm sorry. We had to get Claire to win some here. <laughs> All right. So we're going to hop into today's episode and we're going to talk a little bit about Claire. Um, she is the owner of Sweet Magnolia, which is a photography company. Um, but before we kind of dive into all that, Claire, would you mind briefly kind of introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah. What do you want to know? I mean, <laughs> well, you, uh, you're not from uh, South Carolina, right? No. Um, so I'm actually originally from Minnesota. Um, this was my like 17th move though. Wow. <laughs> moved a lot. Um, so I'm 24 years old, um, or almost 24. Wow. Almost forgot my age there. <laughs> I'm 24 this year. I have a five month old little baby who is my pride and joy. Um, <laughs> and he is actually my rainbow baby. So I had a miscarriage, um, oh. beginning of 2021 and then, ended my year getting pregnant with my little baby so started off low but ended very high for me um I moved to South Carolina in 2021 mid yeah mid 2021 we kind of just quit our jobs literally we quit our jobs and moved here in a week wow. <laughs> which wow. was totally wow. especially when you own a business and you just up and move 10 hours away um and so it definitely was rough getting, you know, getting my business up and running and just moving here, um, not knowing really anyone. My my husband has family here, but I literally had like no friends. <laughs> and so it definitely was difficult, but exciting because I know I wanted something more. I know I wanted something different and to just dive right into something faith first and just leap for it. Um, and so we've been here now for a year and a half and I've made some wonderful connections and I love it here. It's, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I do love South Carolina. Yeah, yeah I guess, especially coming from Minnesota, <laughs> you know, we, you would have been dealing with snow by now. Yes. For sure. Yeah, where I'm at had like 20 plus inches of snow. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah, and I've acclimated to this weather. It's like 45 degrees and I'm cold. <laughs> Although I'm not a fan of the heat. Like I could the do heat. it in the summer. The yeah, heat was unreal. Like <laughs> yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does get very hot. Yeah, I noticed oh. like we just, mo- not just, but like a year and a half ago, moved from New York to North Carolina and during the summer, I'm like, there's no people outside. And my neighbors are like, yeah, we don't go outside in the summer. <laughs> it's too hot. I'm like, oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I was like eight months pregnant in July. And I oh, oh, no. Uh, That's old. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he was like completely broken. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't like the summer. <laughs> so, I'm more of a fall type of oh. gal. I like the fall too. No, I was just going to say, so Sweet Magnolia, you do photography. Like, how did you get into that? Were you always into photography or is it a newer passion for you? Tell us about that. So like a lot of kids, you know, I had so many different desires and dreams. Um, (laughs) So when I was younger, I wanted to be a 
famous singer, hence why I actually own this microphone. <laughs> me too. <laughs> My grandmother like bought me this and inspired me. And I literally, I wrote songs and I recorded them in my bedroom. And my parents were like, that's not that realistic. <laughs> Crashing down. But, um, and then I was like, I'm going to be a paramedic. And so my parents literally made me sign a little contract saying that I would become a paramedic. I obviously did not become one, but I did marry one. So... <laughs> I held the contract. Close enough. Close enough. So So um, my parents ended up buying me a camera and I was 15 and it was like one of those tiny digital cameras, nothing professional. And I started taking pictures and I took a class um, and I just loved it. But I wasn't quite sold on photography yet. I more or less wanted to do it as a hobby. Um, And so when I was looking at colleges, I decided I wanted to go for criminal justice Um, I wanted to join the police academy and work my way up to detective, like homicide work, all that kind of thing. Like that's what intrigued me. And then I got to college and I took a film class and I was like, oh, this is actually really interesting. Hmm. And then I thought maybe forensics photography. Um, And then I started taking pictures of babies and things like that. (laughs) Totally different. (laughs) Um, And so I just went full forth with it and just was taking pictures every single day and just practicing it. And then my parents for Christmas bought me a nice professional camera and I cried, y'all. Like they hid it behind the tree and they're like, oh, I think there's one more. And then I couldn't get it. And my mom's like shoving me behind the tree. like, get back there. I promise. (laughs) And so I, I took that you know, took that and went with it. And when I graduated college, I actually then taught the class I took when I was 15. Um, So (laughs) came a long way from that and been doing it ever since now. And we're going on nine years now, which is (laughs) crazy, but I love it. Um, It's, it's my absolute passion. I just love being creative with it. So where did the name Sweet Magnolia come from? Um, truthfully, I, I wanted something that was more Southern sounding when I moved here. Cause it originally was just Claire's photography. Like mm-hmm. it was just plain, simple. That was my name. Um, and so when I moved down South, I was like, I'm going to completely rebrand since I moved 10 hours away. It's like, let's just completely rebrand. And I actually love the name Magnolia. That's actually what I want to name my daughter one day. Um, is Magnolia. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. And then I was just researching like different things that would go with it. And honestly, Sweet Magnolia just popped in my head. And I was like, oh, it sounds very like a Southern Belle kind of thing. And I was like, since I live in the South now, might as well. (laughs) And so I just loved how it flowed. um, And I wanted something that really stuck with it. And a lot of people asked me if I've seen the show Sweet Magnolias. And I was like, I never even heard of it until after I named my business that. Still have never watched that show, but um, it just it just stuck, and I liked it, and I liked the logo I created with it, and thought it seemed very southern, and that's why I did. <laughs> I like it. It's catchy. I like Sweet Magnolia. Exactly. I thought it was catchy, and it worked. It's pretty, I think. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, go ahead, Ma. Yeah, being that you've been doing this now for nine plus years, 
Um, I'm assuming there are some challenges or, or struggles that you um, faced along the way. What are oh. some of the biggest challenges that you faced in your career or with your business as a photographer? Um, I think the first one is just the competition. I mean, mm. everyone nowadays, especially even if you have just a nice phone, everyone's like, oh, I'm a photographer. Oh. <laughs> and so <laughs> a lot of people are just getting into it, especially with how big social media has grown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the competition is crazy, <laughs> um, especially when there's those hobbyists who will give a lower price and people are more, mm. you know, prone to go towards those lower prices. And I used to lowball myself um, because I was like, oh, well, it's just, it's a great way to get business. But then I realized that I'm worth a lot more than that. And I know my worth and I know my work. Um, and so just having to realize like what I am worth now and not lowballing myself, even if it means I might not get a certain client. Um, and just staying true to myself, staying true to my business, staying true to my prices. Um, that's a big one. And then, of course, moving 10 hours away. Yeah. <laughs> this was the third time I've moved my business because um, I started out in Michigan, went to Ohio, and now in South Carolina. Wow. And so <laughs> moving your business is crazy because every single time you start from scratch. Yeah. You have new clients, have to re-promote yourself. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely been tough. And it's part of the reasons that I moved to South Carolina was because it was such a big, you know, and to me it's a big city, but <laughs> um, just a bigger place and a bigger environment and there's more opportunity here. And just I think the main thing, again, is just staying true to who I am and staying true to my business mm-hmm. um, and just going for it and not getting discouraged. I've definitely gotten very discouraged (laughs) but just you know continuously saying okay you know what this is what I want to do this is my passion just going to keep going with it even though there's going to be times where it's dead for months yeah that's okay because during those months you know I could just say oh well I'm not even going to touch my camera or I could say let me get out there still and photograph and practice yeah and even if it's just myself photographing myself which I hate <laughs> but don't like it but still picking up my camera and doing something and so there's there's a lot of challenges owning your business having a good contract is a big one but huh. <laughs> yeah those the hard way <laughs> but yeah there's definitely a lot of struggles but it's just that reminder of if the good outweighs the bad and just remembering that this is what I want to do. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take years and years of sweat, tears, and blood, yeah. but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because yeah. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to stay home with my kid and be able to work my hours. Right. And so got to keep going. Yeah. 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 Um, go ahead. I was going to say, just talking about being true to yourself. I know that um, it, when we first met, you were talking about how you like to do like you're you're not an average photographer. Like you have there's different uh, you have different uh, ideas about scenery and like weird places that you like to take pictures. So talk about that. Do you have like a favorite place or the weirdest place or you know how's your process? <laughs> I love photographing in cemeteries. And when when I look at a person, I say, "Are you down to photo? Sh- you know, do a photo shoot in a cemetery?" I get a lot of weird looks. 
like we'll be respectful of the graves but let's go and honestly I think the cemetery has been like some of my favorite shoots like I do a lot of my Halloween sessions there I do a lot of dances dance photography there Hmm. love that Um, I just think cemeteries are beautiful like I take walks in cemeteries it makes it's so weird but like I I will purposely like search for a cemetery that I think is pretty and then like mark it on my list and I'm like bring the beauty out of it yeah right there yeah it's pretty yeah (laughs) looks neat and then I've I've been getting into parking garages oh that's different a lot of (laughs) maybe you didn't fully miss that forensic calling it's in there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) like parking garage minis and I was like you know it's probably really weird if I'm like meet me on top of this parking garage <laughs> maybe <laughs> promise I won't murder you or anything <laughs> they look so me- amazing to me and that's actually where I'm doing my valentine mini sessions is on top of a parking garage that's a good idea <laughs> that's cool because like everyone's gonna go downtown everyone's gonna go to coffee shops I wanted yeah. something that was different it still looked cool. I mean, you get some really neat scenery on top of parking garages. Yeah. I think if you have the eye for neat. it, though, you can make it look really um, impressive to people where it can yeah. draw them in. You know? I've shot and, in ditches before. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and I think that's the, that's, that's the, like you said, you're very creative. And for you to actually pull something awesome out of a parking lot, right? Yeah. Um, that's pretty amazing because I, I wouldn't even know where to find a great shot. In a <laughs> it's definitely a struggle because it gets really sunny on top of parking garages. <laughs> that's true. I'm like, oh, wait, sunny. <laughs> Not ideal weather. So yeah. I, I wait for like cloudy days a lot of times. Smart. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you brought up the cemeteries because we did an episode. Um, an episode. Did you hear my accent come out? I, did. For a I, heard, it. I heard it. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> we did an episode. We did an episode on you know the Day of the Dead, and we talked about cemeteries and how in so many other cultures for Halloween they'll go and they'll clean off the graves and they'll clean up the weeds and they'll decorate it and they'll hang out there all day and play music and it's like a whole gathering. Whereas you know here mainly in the United States, it's kind of like a taboo area. It's scary. You don't want to go there. And I think that just shows so much about your personality and your, your creativity and um, just how you can find the beauty um, in a cemetery and in a parking deck in a garage. And I just think that speaks so much to your character and your, your ability to be an amazing photographer. I mean, one of the things that I think about, like, I have struggled with a lot of people that I love, you know, so dearly passing away. And when a lot of people think of funerals, you know, they think of, oh, it's sad, it's depressing. But I think of, this was a celebration of their life. And so many people, like, neglect going to cemeteries. And so when I go to cemeteries to photograph, I do clean off the graves a lot. You know, I never show the names. We're super respectful of it. Um, As I'm passing through, I'm just, like, praying for each family that has lost for it, you know, and just remembering like we are here still in a cemetery so I have to be respectful Mm -hmm. but just finding the beauty Mm -hmm. in it I mean some of these headstones are fabulous looking I mean they are gorgeous and so and and who knows when the last time someone visited their grave too and so yeah huh that's sadness there yeah we've talked about that too in some of the other 
episodes about how like gone, like when you're gone, you don't want to be forgotten. And that's a really beautiful way to kind of, you know, remember all of the people who have gone is before us being able to find the beauty in their tombstones even. And so I think that's so cool. That's really unique. It's very cool. I love it. Um, does anyone have any other questions about the her photography process? I, I do. Well, you well, do. Yes, I do. All right. Well, go for it. So, so hey. you, you talked about like you know you have like what people may deem as weird places settings to take your pictures, but has anybody ever approached you and said, Claire, I want you to take a picture of us here? Has there any been anything like really weird? You're like, oh. All right. Okay. I could do that. I could make that work. Have you come across um, anything like that? I mean, the reason I started in cemeteries was because someone approached me. Somebody did. And said, okay. let's go to a cemetery. And I was like, heck yeah, let's go to a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You're my kind of person. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of like people that I want to attract more. I'm like, I am down for weird things. Like, let's oh. go. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been asked to shoot in, like, abandoned buildings, um, and so I'm like, yeah, let's totally shoot in abandoned buildings. Have to make sure you get the proper things. Don't want to break too many laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to be too illegal here. <laughs> but, I mean, I've been asked to, you know, shoot in abandoned buildings, um, cemeteries, um, random, like, one-way streets that are super dead, and, yeah, it's... I mean, it's awesome when someone else can see something unique mm-hmm. yeah. um, in a weird spot that you wouldn't even think about. Um, because, you know, when you're out walking, you're like, oh, that place is pretty, or, you know, or that looks nice. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay, if I get down in this angle, what can I see? Yeah. Like, my husband does not like going on hikes with me <laughs> because I will stop. And I'm like, oh, this would be a really nice place. So, I mean, I've been asked to go out into the middle of the woods, and I'm like, are you going to kill me, though? <laughs> Safety first. Because <laughs> <We're good, right? laughs> when someone approaches you and say, hey, let's go out in the middle of the woods and photograph, I'm like, I mean, I trust you enough, but <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. That's so funny, actually. Slightly creepy, but funny. <laughs> my brain works, and I swear I probably have scared off so many like clients just because that's how my brain thinks. Because I am like a crime junkie, like I yeah. love that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so I probably like scare people when I talk about it. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> some really awesome photos. <laughs> I love that. Um, I wanted to pick your brain about this. You had mentioned this in your, in the request form talking about, um, you know, just not just body images or body issues, but just kind of like the idea that the media makes a lot of people think that they should look a certain way and kind of all of our battles with that. And I think that's something that we've talked about on the podcast before, but I feel like we probably share your perspective with us in that. We feel that we're forced to look a certain way and then combating that and battling that not only with ourselves, but with everybody else. Yeah, that's actually, that's one thing I don't offer is like, I don't do any body like Photoshop. 
I don't do it because I want my clients to know like you are beautiful and stunning the way you are. You have stretch marks. Guess what? So do I. That's okay. Um, and so like, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. The world we live in today is so focused on this perfect image when 90% of us don't look like that, you know, especially since having a baby now, the amount of times I've looked in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I have stretch marks like all over my stomach, all over my legs, you know, my butt sags a lot more than it used <laughs> to. And <laughs> just, you know, constantly comparing myself to all of these Instagram models and on TikTok, I see these moms who look perfect and aesthetic. And I'm just like, wow, I am not that. Yeah. <laughs> so far from that. And that's definitely been a struggle of mine, you know, throughout my whole life. No matter what size I was, no matter what number I was on the scale, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. Because, you know, one year it could be you're super skinny, that's when you look pretty. Or you look skinny this year, you're not pretty anymore. You know, and yeah. it's always just back and forth. Um, and so that's where I've used a lot of my photography actually is just forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone because how can I expect someone to be comfortable behind the camera if I'm not? Mm -hmm. um, and so taking self-portraits, that was something my college professors made us do a lot um, and something that I've tried to make myself do a lot and just continuously saying, you know what, if I want my clients to feel beautiful, then I need to come out and say, look, I'm not a skinny, perfect model either. You don't have to be that to get a photo shoot. And I feel like that's what a lot of people, you know, are afraid to do a photo shoot because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I see all of these people who look like models. Mm -hmm. Where's someone who looks like me? And so, yeah, it's because that's how I am. I'm like, oh, all of these people on like TikTok and Instagram getting photo shoots done are like super clean skin, perfect hair, mm -hmm. can wear a dress. I don't like to wear dresses. I don't like to wear skirts. I hate it. <laughs> you know, I never want to dress up. I'm more comfortable in sweats. And so it's definitely such a struggle on me because especially the bounce back culture as a mom. <laughs> We've talked about this talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Back in shape five mm -hmm. days after the gym. I'm like, I wasn't even standing really by myself five days after I had <laughs> <Yeah>. the baby. <laughs> it was a struggle. And when you have, you know, a screaming, crying kid who does not want to sleep through the night, it's so hard to get out and say, yes, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. I'm not even getting out of my sweatpants today. <laughs> yeah. And so I have started working out a little bit more, but I had to completely change my mindset. Because mm -hmm. in college, I was a gym rat. Like, I was at the gym six days a week, two hours a day, eating super, super healthy foods, always never having any dessert. And I'm 5'9", and I weighed like 120 pounds. Mm -hmm. And on me... That was super, super thin, super, super skinny, skin and bones, no muscle look, you know, because that's what I thought. And I still thought I was fat. Wow. Because looking at all of these, you know, Instagram, I'm like, oh, my legs don't look like her. Oh, my butt doesn't look like that. Oh, my arms don't look like that. What can I do to improve that? Yeah. And if I had 
a cupcake. I'm like, oh, got to go to the gym again. Got to burn that off. And so refocusing your mindset is such a big thing. You know, now I go to the gym, but I also say, you know what? If I didn't make it to the gym today, that's okay. I got out of bed today. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Small victories. Exactly. Yeah. Those little wins is all that matters, you know. Yeah. And so saying, it's okay if I want to go out tonight and have a drink with my friend and have a cake, you know, a slice of cake together or a, a cupcake or a cookie, whatever it is, I'm not going to beat myself up for that. Yeah. And so having that healthy relationship with food and just that mindset. And when I'm at the gym saying, I don't care if I actually look thinner. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing it for my mindset. I'm doing it so that when my kid's running around, I can play with him yeah. and not, you know, say, sorry, not today, buddy. I'm not feeling up for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. just instead of saying, I'm doing this so I can look super healthy and right. pretty and right. Instagram model, like not doing it because you're never going to get anywhere with that mindset. Mm-hmm. You're, you always think, oh, I'm overweight. Oh, I don't look good enough. I'm not there yet. Not there yet. Not there yet. And so, like, like the, I just saw a, a headline of, like, people fat-shaming Selena Gomez. Uh, I think it was, like, the Met Gala. Or the I saw that, too. Really? And it broke my heart because, one. People are mean. That woman has lupus, okay? She's already going yeah. through enough. If she's gaining weight, that's good for her. Like, yeah. that's actually healthy for her right now. And it just, it broke my heart because I'm like, see, no one's going to be good enough for you. You're never going to fit the ideal look for every single person. Yep. To me, she looked gorgeous. I'm like, wow, you go, girl. You're showing off those curves. I love it. To other people, it's like, oh, she's gained some weight. Mm -hmm. And so it's just those, those constant, you're never going to please every single person. So who, who cares if you please them? As long as you feel beautiful, as long as you're doing it for you, then you could look in the mirror and say, I like me. I don't care if they like me. I don't care if my next door neighbor thinks I'm pretty or the person who, you know, um, looks at my TikTok thinks I'm pretty. As long as I think I'm pretty, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's such an important thing to talk about because social media is – my, it's effect, especially on teenagers and not even just girls, boys too. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. every guy you see on TikTok is muscles and like, you know, and these teenage boys feel like they have to measure up to something like that. Yeah. Like my son, I have a 17 year old and I don't actually let him have social media for that reason. Um, but I love that. I love what they're talking about. I love that we're talking about this. This needs to be talked about more. But I love that you said that you don't fo- offer Photoshop. Um, cause you would think that that's a standard practice, but it's not. I actually, my son was born with a birthmark right here and it, when he was younger, it was fairly big, but it's gotten smaller over the years. And we did family pictures like four years ago. So he was like 13 or whatever. And the photographer was like, oh, do you want me to smooth that out and get rid of that? And I was like, that's his birthmark. No. And it was just like, I was so shocked that she even was like, she saw an imperfection on his face and just offered to just wipe it off. Like, and I was like, no, no, that's part of his face. Like, leave it. But it's like, you're so right. That that mindset where everything just has to be perfect and look perfect. Like, what are you measuring yourself up to? And I think as parents, especially as, you know, for boys, but girls too, you know, it's up to us to set that standard. 
You know, it's so important for me to talk about this and make it very um, like known to my kids that I love them the way they are and that they don't have to measure up to anything. It starts with the parents. So, um, yeah. It also starts with how you talk about yourself. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Your kids literally look at how you are in life. They they look up to you. They watch you. If they hear mommy saying, oh, mommy does not look pretty today. Mommy looks right. fat in this dress. They're going to think, oh, well, if my mommy, who I think is the most beautiful person on earth, doesn't think she's beautiful, yeah. then what am I? And so especially like, yeah, raising my son, I'm going to raise my son to realize that it's okay if you don't look a certain way. Yeah. You are supposed to look the way that you're supposed to be. You were made a certain way. You are going to look that way. And that's okay. You know, if one person doesn't think you're pretty or handsome or whatever, the next person down the road is going to like worship the ground you walk (laughs) on. Like I went to the grocery store with no makeup on, hair was a mess. And I thought, wow, I look like something today. (laughs) And the cashier stopped me and she said, you look so beautiful. Like you're just so pretty. And I wow. literally broke down. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, really? Like, yeah. she's, I was like, it was like me. You're talking about me. And she's like, yeah, you're just so pretty. Aww. And that moment I went, you know, in my head, I'm thinking to look pretty. I have to have my hair done and I have to have my makeup on and, right. you know, not be in sweats and all that. And this this random stranger who I don't even know looks at me the way I am. Yep. And so it's just, it's definitely a huge mindset. Yeah. That, you know, and I got rid of my scale like three years ago. Oh, I, I should do that. <laughs> I, I like, I like that philosophy. Get rid of it. <laughs> because I was just way too focused on the numbers, mm-hmm. but you could be 200 pounds and be completely healthy, or you could be 130 pounds and be completely healthy. Yeah, You know, every single person's body different. looks different. Every single 200 pound looks different. Yep. And so I definitely gained like 50 pounds when I got married, but I looked so much healthier because I'm 5'9". I'm a tall woman. Like I put on the, the weight where it was needed. And to me at first I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, 150, 160 pounds. Like that's crazy to me. Like I don't like that. And I let the number define who I was. Yeah. And I would go out shopping and be like, oh my gosh, I'm a size large now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and it was like it killed me. Like the just the sizing killed me. The number on my jeans killed me. Yeah. And to say, and especially in women's clothing, you could be a size 12, 10, 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so that's true. None of my jeans are the same sizes. <laughs> and so. Ain't that the truth. Yours, that is. A, your, yeah. your clothes are not supposed to, like, you're not supposed to fit into your clothes. They're right. supposed to fit, fit you. you. That's true. Now. I like that. And so I'm like, you know what? Don't even care about the sizing anymore. I could wear a size large or I could wear an extra large. And you know what? It's comfy. It looks cute on me. That's all that matters. Yeah. Who cares about the size? Who cares about the number? Yeah. And that's just, that's been one of my biggest things right now, like is saying, you know what? It's okay. If I have rolls, that's fine. If I have stretch marks, well, I grew a human being. So (laughs) that is okay. Exactly. Yeah, my well, body did something amazing. Like, that's right. I, I can't be mad at it for it. Yeah. Well, I love I love your energy, and I absolutely love your positive outlook. I love your confidence. I think anybody would be just blessed to have you photograph them because you really find the beauty in 
in everything in a, in a cemetery, in a parking garage. That's talent. <laughs> that is talent, my friend. That is talent. So um, I hope if anybody listening here is living in the Greenville area, you definitely go check out Sweet Magnolia because um, we've got a lot of parking garages. We have a lot of parking garages in Greenville. And <laughs> we do. We do. It's definitely something special. Um, yeah. So yes, I, um, I had um, two quick questions that I'll throw in there kind of together. Um, and hopefully no one else is going to ask these, but do you have any advice for our uh, listeners, whether it's, you know, if they're starting their own business or if it's t- about the body issues uh, that we were talking about, and then what are your goals for the next year with your business or you just yourself? <laughs> so I, I'll start with that first, you know, portion of that. If you're thinking of starting a business, just do it. You know, it is, it's tough. I'm not going to lie to you. You're not going to like wake up overnight and have a million TikTok followers and all of these people worshiping you and say, Hey, pick me for your business. It's not going to work that way. It's going to be tough and you're going to cry about it. If you're like me, you're going to cry about it. (laughs) You're going to change a million things. You're going to rebrand a million times. Um, But do it because I have met the most amazing clients. I have met so many wonderful people who support me, who I never thought would have supported me because I never knew who they were, you know, getting out there and just meeting strangers who become friends. I have become friends with so many of my clients. Um, and we still talk to this day, even if they live up in Michigan. Um, like I'm literally driving 635 miles in May to photograph a wedding because she started off as my friend and then I photographed her proposal and then I am now photographing her wedding and it's just growing and watching that is, is so surreal and it's so sweet and it's a great connection. Yeah. So definitely just do it. And get in touch with Alexis Simmons. She, she, if you're in the net, um, the Greenville area, she is the networking queen. <laughs> like she will, she will get you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Definitely. She I, I friend requested her, and I'm looking at all of. She posts a live, following everything she's, she's doing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she will get you out of your comfort zone. Don't think you can go to one of her networking events and not talk, because she will make you talk. Um, <laughs> and being an introvert. Uh, yeah, she makes you talk. <laughs> but, you know, just getting out there and doing it um, and finding a support group, yeah. finding people who are going to support you 100% of the way, no matter what. Like my best friend, Lindsay, is my biggest supporter in motherhood and friendship and my business, everything. Like she is amazing. Um, and honestly, I probably would not have gotten through a lot of this without her. So definitely finding someone who says you go girl I got your back I'm here for you that's important because you can't do this on your own yeah you know trying to do it by yourself and like shielding in your house and trying to create everything by yourself and never asking for help is gonna get you nowhere because that's what I tried I was so cocky and said I can do this myself I don't need help and that's when I failed the most and realizing that there is a whole world out there who you know, it's just waiting for you and for people who are waiting for you to start because there's hundreds of people out there now who are social media managers too, who are like, let me help you. I can help you. Um, So finding them and spend money. The only way, you know, to make money is to spend money. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was my hard thing because I don't like spending money. (laughs) (laughs) 
hate it. I'm like, no, must save it all. But the only way to, you know, to get my cameras, I mean, all of my cameras were gifted to me, but those are thousands of dollars. (laughs) I could not have started a photography business without those, you know, and without all the props, I probably spend like $5,000 plus dollars on props wow, <laughs> and things just for my photo shoots. Um, so you have to spend that money. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely one of my biggest thing. And then if you're thinking of doing a photo shoot, just do it. Even if it's not with me, just with someone like get out and take those pictures, get those pictures of yourself. Even if it's just for fun, it doesn't have to be for an event. You know, it doesn't have to be for, Oh, well, I need wedding pictures. I need engagement pictures. It doesn't matter what it's for. Just get pictures for yourself because that will be a great way to remind yourself like, wow, I am beautiful. Um, Especially if you have a good photographer who will hype you up. Like we will play music at my photo shoots. I will make you laugh, especially if you're a couple. I will let you kiss your girl. Like pretend I'm not even there. Just go at it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get too crazy, but... (laughs) fun at my photo shoot. Like, <laughs> I play music. We don't do a lot of like pose stiff things. We, I'm like, let's move. Let's twirl around. Let's do the tipsy walk, which is a prompt that I give people. I'm like, just walk towards me like you're drunk. Pretend I'm not even there. And it gets some really fun pictures, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's so important to be able to look at yourself through someone else's eyes mm-hmm. and just saying, wow. I love that. Like, yeah. Do I really look like that? Like when yeah. I got my maternity pictures done, I was so nervous because I was like a whale. I felt like <laughs> so big and I was like, oh my goodness, I am the heaviest I've ever been. I was so nervous to get them done. And throughout the whole shoot, as we're like getting pictures, I was like, oh, I probably look crappy in this image. And that was my mindset. And then I got these pictures back and I was like, that's me. <laughs> like I look like that. Like, okay, so maybe I don't look as bad. And honestly, pregnant Claire was like my favorite Claire. (laughs) Normally, people are like, oh, I don't like how I look pregnant. But I was like, dang, I look good. (laughs) I loved it. You know, I thought I I felt the most beautiful because I changed my mindset after that. I was like, you know what? I am literally creating life right here. It is okay that I have gained weight. Yeah. And when I give birth, it is okay if it takes me a while to get that weight off. Because yeah. again, the number is just a number. And just That's I true. think remembering, you know, everyone has been through something in life, whether yeah. it's a surgery, whether it's, you know, struggling with food, whether it's just struggling with your image, everyone has been through something in life. And so if you're not at a spot that you feel like, oh, I'm not pretty enough. No, you're at where you need to be right now, you know, and just having that mindset, you know, just it's okay to be at where you're at right now. And as we grow older, ladies, we're not going to have our 18 year old body. (laughs) Yeah, I'm learning that. (laughs) You will never be your college (laughs) self again. I hate to tell you. (laughs) Yep. You're not going to be your college self. And that's okay. I thought I peaked in college, y'all. Like, I would look back at college pictures and be like, wow, she was stunning. And I wasted my whole college thinking that I wasn't pretty. Um, and looking back at it now, I'm like, wow, I looked like that? Like, uh, yeah. go girl. No wonder you got you had guys hitting on you. Like, I would head on me. But, <laughs> but just realizing, you know what, though? That's in the past. 
I was 18. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to look like my 18-year-old self. Yeah. Definitely not. Throughout my life now, I have had a miscarriage. I've had a knee surgery. I have had a baby. I'm not going to look like that. And that's okay. And I have to remind myself that because as I scroll on TikTok at night, I'm like, oh, wow, that mom looks good. That mom looks good. She always has her makeup done. She looks like she didn't even give birth. And that's so toxic. That's yeah. the comparison so trap. Toxic. We all we all fall into that yes. all the time. Yeah. It's terrible. I don't even look at my phone at night. Anyway. Yeah, I try not to either because for that reason. I'm gonna read a book. Yeah. So I read a book at night. I'm on my third book of this month now. Nice, nice. <laughs> that's goals right there. It's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Although I miss the sleep after that because then I'll stay up until like you know 12 o'clock and I'm like oh my baby's gonna be up soon I really should go to bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> but just you know think that's just you know something that's so important today you know whether you're a guy or a girl it doesn't matter what you look like as long as to me as long as you have a pretty heart mm. that's all that matters because you could be the world's prettiest person and be horrible and cold on the inside mm-hmm. Yep. And no, so it's true. judging that, you know, and saying, oh, I, I'm the most beautiful person in the world, but you're ugly. <laughs> you're not pretty enough. You're fat. Then yeah. you know what? You're not pretty yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you're a size two and yeah. have blonde, gorgeous hair and blue eyes. You're not pretty to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because. It's such an important pretty, message, you know, <laughs> though. It really being is. beautiful goes way deeper yeah. than just the skin. Yeah. And so. To me, if you're whether you're a hundred pounds or you're three hundred pounds, get your photos done because we will have a blast. Yep. I will hide you up, girl. Well, hopefully you'll be you'll be taking wayward lasses pictures soon. We'll see. Oh, we talked to her about that the week the weekend that you guys are coming down. We're gonna we're gonna meet up. Yeah, that's perfect. I can't wait. Well, Claire, I have to tell you, you're, what you're talking about, even though I know it in my head, it's something that I needed to hear today. So very timely. I needed to hear. Very timely what you're talking about. Um, d- did you have any like specific goals for, for this upcoming year? Or Totally slipped my mind. <laughs> no, you're fine. My brain is ready for bed. <laughs> my goals, I think um, – is just to get out a little bit more. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of times, like I was, I would say, oh, well, I don't have anything specific planned, so I'm just not really going to promote. And I think my next goal is like, I have gotten out on TikTok, y'all, and I have been embarrassed about it um, because I'm like, okay, I don't like being on camera. I don't want to show you my life. My life is not aesthetic at all. <laughs> um, but getting out, I've realized that showing people my personal life and my business has, like, I guess, connected people to me because they relate to me then. Yeah. yeah. And that's so important in a business is you don't want to just be business, business, business. Yeah. To show people your life. And you yeah. want to show them something about you so they can relate to you so they feel more comfortable with you. Um, and so I've gotten out on TikTok. And <laughs> been a little scary for me (laughs) like should I post this I don't know but then I post it and it's gotten a lot of love and it's made me feel like I'm more than just a mom and more than just my photographer self I'm a creator too and so I have um I've started UCG creating and working with ads and that's been 
insane and awesome and I love it (laughs) um and so just getting out there more on social media because social media is huge and I preach that to other people and I've actually done social media management for others and then I like completely forget about my business (laughs) oh maybe I should do that in my business um and so I think for my this year I just want to have something a little bit more planned for each Mm -hmm. month Um, And so right now I'm offering Valentine's Day mini sessions. And then in March, I'll do something, maybe St. Patrick's Day themed um, and just having a fun theme Mm -hmm. people to get out there and say, let's just take pictures. They don't even necessarily have to be for a certain event, you know, just something fun Um, and just getting out there more and promoting more. And even if I don't have a session book, just, you know, picking up my camera and just taking pictures, even if I'm tired, because I am a tired mom, <laughs> but not letting that stop me. Yeah. Uh, because I have let it stop me so much in my business and in my personal life. Um, and if you're a mom, you definitely put yourself last. Um, and so <laughs> you definitely forget about yourself. And so just reminding myself that, you know what, I am more than just a mom right now. I have this business. Um, that I want to really pursue because my goal is to be able to stay at home with my baby. And in today's world, it's not always easy, Um, especially with this inflation. It's just, it's definitely not easy in a one income household. And so just getting out there more and promoting more and being more active on social media is a big goal of mine and looking for the fun in it again, (laughs) because I definitely sometimes am more business mindset And then I forget, you know what? I actually enjoy this. I love doing this. It's not a burden for me some days. Like, I can let loose and have fun in it. Like, I will be out on the dance floor at weddings. (laughs) So I will be hyping you up and playing music and just finding that fun in it again. And just getting out there again is definitely my goal for this year. (laughs) And meeting more people. Well, we'd love to promote your business here on Wayward Lasses. So if you would share with our listeners how they can find you, what are your social media ha- uh, handles, um, and if you've got this upcoming, you know, February and March fun ideas coming along, tell them where they can go ahead and learn more about that. Yeah, so um, on Facebook, I am just Sweet Magnolia. Um, you'll see this big blue S on there. Uh, you might have to put Greenville, South Carolina afterwards. Um, but that is what I am on Facebook. And then on Instagram, I am sweetmagnolia.21. Um, and my TikTok, if you want to go stalk me on there, I do post a lot of behind the scenes photography, um, with that, as well as my personal life. And you can get a sneak peek to me. Um, that one, I believe is just Claire, May 1700, I believe. Yeah, Claire Dot May 1700. Um, and so you'll definitely see a lot of my behind the scenes because that's something I like to do um, to show, you know, my my viewers and my clients like something you might not see versus what I see. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's a lot of fun. You get to be in my video 
not anything crazy, but <laughs> you'll be on my TikTok. <laughs> so be prepared for that. All right. All right. <laughs> Did anybody – My Valentine's Day sessions because – All right, yeah. They're fun. Definitely. You get, you get a bouquet of flowers with it. Oh, it. Wow. If you have your couple, you get a smooch a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get all up for it. And if you're single, come on out. Like, you don't need to have a partner for Valentine's Day, I promise. Please don't make it fun. It's awesome. Oh, Lord. Claire, did you have a website too? Um, yeah, I do. Um, y'all, I have to find it again. I have it. You have it? My brain. It's Sweet Magnolia 87 dot my pixie set.com right we'll put yes. those in the in the notes for this episode so that notes. yeah so that everybody could find it as well okay yeah. perfect does anybody else have anything they want to add no ma'am okay well claire yeah this has been a blast we were so glad to have you on i can speak for all of us we just love your personality you know your character and everything that you bring for this you truly have a passion for photography and hopefully anybody that's listening can see the passion that you have and will hit you up for their next photo shoot um so make sure you guys (laughs) make sure you guys go check out claire make sure you follow us on all the social media sites we'll put all of those in the handles as well And Court, could you close this out for today? I sure can. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us. Claire, thank you for joining us. And until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Keep it glassy.